Now, let's get more on the NZOC's interest in hosting the 2034 Commonwealth Games. Its CEO, Nikki Nicol, joins us now. Kia ora, Nikki. What could hosting look like under the new model now? Kia ora, Lisa. Uh, well, the new model that the Commonwealth Games Federation brought in in late 2021 just gives a lot more flexibility to the hosts. Uh, in the past, everything's been centralised to one city, and that's been really expensive um, because of, you know, having to build a lot of infrastructure and assets. And so this is really, I suppose, given a lot more flexibility, and I think for us, you know, the opportunity to put forward a bid for all New Zealand. So what, we could have some events in Auckland, something in Christchurch, and... and- other things in other cities? That's it, yeah, so throughout the country. And so, um, and part of that is because you want to use the existing infrastructure. So you think of the sporting infrastructure that we have throughout New Zealand. Part of it is also to make it more of a festival of sport. And I think the Commonwealth Games Federation have really tried to, you know, think about their audience and and what the Commonwealth Games mean. And, And I think, you know, that's also trying to be much more festive and things like that. So having more accessibility for people to be involved, I think is great. Nikki, how about spreading it across two countries? Could we partner with Australia? <laughs> um, well, Australia have had quite a few games, so I think they've probably had their turn and forward to going there to Victoria in 2026. But no, I think it's time for us to have our turn. <laughs> right, so go it alone. Um, and there's a 10 year lead in, well, more than 10 years. Why so long? Why do we bid so far into the future? Yeah, so where we're at at the moment is the Commonwealth Games Federation are looking for a host city for 2030. And as part of the expression of interest, they talked about, well, they wanted feedback to see if people were considering 34 or 30. And so we've said, no, 2030 is too soon for a few reasons, but we felt uh, also time for it to go north after being in Australia in 2026. And then the other thing for us is when you think about um, the process, they really want to make sure people have got time to be really innovative and creative. So that's why it's going to take a bit of time for us and we want to make sure we've got the right model that meets social, economic and cultural outcomes for New Zealand as well. How much does a Commonwealth Games usually cost the hosts? Well, it has varied and I've seen a few reported articles today. So for us, there's investment uh, and for us, it's an opportunity to really partner with government, private sector as well as regional communities and if I look at Victoria Australia their bid is really being driven off social housing and regional development in in regional Victoria so so we need to understand what are some of the priorities for this government future governments and also you know how we can use the Commonwealth Games as a catalyst to accelerate some of those investments and priority areas that you know can benefit the games as well. Yeah, because it's interesting that you you mentioned kind of ongoing investment in infrastructure as such. I mean, are we up to it? We can't even seem to get people home on public transport from work on a Friday. You know, (laughs) we've got hiccups. Are we up to this? Well, um, I'm in Australia at the moment in Brisbane as we look towards 2032, the Olympics in Brisbane, and we've had presentations from, you know, the Brisbane Organising Committee and federal and state government, and, you know, they're using... Brisbane as a catalyst to upgrade their transport infrastructure. So for us, it also gives us a, a you know a line in the sand to actually say we want to get some of this stuff sorted and, and you know really progress the, the benefits for the whole community as well. So you know that's another lever f- for having an event like that as well. Thanks for your time, Nikki. That is Nikki Nicol, who is the CEO of the NZOC.